Hello and welcome to Just Another Liverpool Podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my co-host, Matty Norton. Now, yeah, we got Matty Norton. Um, there you go. Uh, Matty Wood is actually, you could say, warm weather, probably cold weather training for him. He's, he's gone for a little trip. Um, he hasn't gone for the sun, like he hasn't gone to Dubai or the Caribbean. He's actually gone to Romania um, for a few nights. So we've got Norton standing in for him. I'm sure you're going to do a good job, Norton. I'll try my best. Um, well, you're going to keep him out of his uh, seat for next time, aren't you? I'm going to knock him out like uh, Gomez did to Matip and Lovren. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back on the team. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want. Uh, no, only joking, Matty, if you're listening. Uh, well, to keep up to date with our latest podcast, follow us on our Twitter page at just another LIV1. Uh, on this podcast, we'll discuss Liverpool's 1 0 win against Norwich City. Uh, now, due to game week 26 being stretched over basically two weeks um, with this like uh, you know winter break um, we'll skip the game week results and just concentrate on our next two opponents Atletico Madrid and West Ham uh, cover the away for ban on Man City um, good news and dare we say it view our fantasy football scores well ignoring the FA Cup game against Shrewsbury our last game for the first team was Southampton on the 1st of Feb um, with that Norwich uh, result Norton do you think that had anything to do with the performance that break to be honest normally after a winter break we're usually a bit bit slow to get started and not quite at the races but to be honest the first 20 minutes I thought we started pretty strongly uh, the intensity was good pressing was good Um just seemed to fade a bit in that first half, really. Um, I think it was the second half it came back again. But that, yeah, the first half it wasn't the best in the second second quarter of the or second period of the second half, really. Um, when Manny and Fabinho came on, it made a yeah. big difference. Yeah. No, I, I like you know I go like against that question as well. Like I think it didn't make a difference having that break. I think uh, you could tell. From the first whistle, like we were moving the ball yeah. pretty quickly. The only bonus was it managed to give sort of players like Fabinho and Mane a bit of time to recover. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fixtures that was obviously helped. That really helped. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought like like Norwich like they defended okay, but uh, it's one of them like a lot of games this season. You're just watching it and you just feel comfortable. Yeah. With it just being nil nil, you feel like inevitable, don't you? They were going to get a goal at some point. Yeah, and it, th- there was like. You couldn't even say like Norwich really had like you know clear cut chances. You know like they weren't get you know our defense yeah. wasn't making like any mistakes. Wasn't gifting them gift wrapping any like chances yeah. for them. That's a good point actually because in recent games there's been a couple of sort of lackadaisical errors in defense really, a bit of sloppiness in the passing and things. There's been our own downfall that Southampton game. Yeah, uh, we sort of gave our opponents too many chances really. I felt and. That's didn't, that's didn't what I mean. Norwich. Like like I was saying, I think against Norwich, I was just watching it, and th- there was no like worries at all. Yeah, I just, just a final ball, wasn't it? it was sort of yeah, frus- bit frustrating. I was sort of set up for a bit of a, a low block, yeah, counter attacking style. Well, that was the thing. I think like you know, especially like the first well first half, and then until those like you mentioned like the substitutions. I thought like we did we did like open Norwich up, but there wasn't that like. Con- continuation of like that intensity of like keep on going at him and at him until yeah. Fabinho and Mane were introduced in the second half. Um, 
Anything else you think? I thought the fact that Kite started was an interesting choice actually. Um, obviously Fabinho was on the bench, but I think Kite has made for games like this really. I think it plays for all his strengths. He's sort of he's good on the ball. He's, he tries to play that final pass through the defence, you know, split the defence open, and he tries to go beyond the strikers to get in the box himself. Yeah. Um, and he tried a lot in that first half and second half, and he came off, and it was sort of. It was frustrating for him, really, because he, he tried, you could see he was trying to try things, it was wasn't yeah. good enough for him. I think this is the thing, like, unfortunately, you know, since we've signed Keita, he's always had these, you know, obviously injuries um, to his time, at, like, at Liverpool, he's always getting these niggling injuries, and he is, you know, like, like a lot of players, they do need that good run in the team mm-hmm. to get their form going. And unfortunately, it just hasn't gone for him, really. Yeah. Was. Like in the media, I've seen sort of contrasting sort of opinions of how he was in that game. I think that just sums it up, because he could look at it and say he gave the the ball away quite a bit. But at yeah. the same time, he, he was trying things, and you know, he's always damned if he doesn't, damned if he doesn't in that situation, because everyone keeps playing safe, then you're never going to cut through a, a defence with 10 men behind the ball, but you've yeah. got to try and force it at times. It's one of them as well, wasn't it? Like, to try and, like, you know, get him get more minutes in his legs. It was the perfect game, wasn't it, really, against Norwich, you know, bottom of the league. And the way the way they played as well in that game, I think they're kind of like resigned to the fact that they are going down. They didn't want to, you know, go gung-ho and get embarrassed. Yeah. You know, like four or five nil at home. Doesn't do any anybody any confidence going into the next season in the yeah. championship. So, yeah, they... they they never really threatened us. No, they played some good times. They're good little passing moves and things. And well, they they've always been. That, that's the thing. Like everybody said it throughout this season. Everyone's praised Norwich. How they do play football. It yeah. is like you know the right way to play. What people fans and want to see, but it's you know they just have come up against better teams in the yeah. Premier League and they just. Well, the as well, they didn't spend anything in the summer, did they? Are they think spent like. Net spend like two million or something. Yeah. And you know you can't you can't do that with a promoted side, can you? Yeah. Uh, you know you can do that to Villa just because you throw money at it doesn't mean you're going to automatically stay up. But if yeah. you're trying to play a certain style of football and you come up against sides like Liverpool and City, they were going to just do better at it than you. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be very hard to play with their own game, isn't it? Well, like you look at the stats and we had like sixty three percent possession. We had those six um, shots on target and then seventeen. Altogether, uh, I think, you know, you think of the chances that they had. There was those, you know, two own like standout chances where, um, Allison fantastic at Pookie's feet, you know, swiping that ball away, and then obviously in the second half when um, Pookie again had that chance, really, you know, a chance really where he should have scored, and he just hit it straight down. Yeah, it was quite far outside the eighteen yard box, wasn't he? So. He should have made him work. Made him work hard. I'm not saying he should have scored, but maybe yeah. put it either side of him and made him work a bit harder. But that first, that first save, though, it just, that's something that's not for me. That is, his concentration, he's had nothing to do for a long period of time. Yeah. He's focused on the ball. He, he doesn't dive, try and dive in. Um, just wait his, wait his chance to sort of nick the ball away from him. And, and that was yeah. fantastic goal. Decision-making again. Yeah, yeah exactly. It? No diving in, no sort of stupid decisions. Yeah. And uh, Mane getting his hundredth uh, Premier League goal, um, like going on to like obviously the players' performances. You know we've touched on Allison. Um, we'll jump to like Salah. I think once again before Mane's introduction into the game, a lot of our 
chances and our like forward thinking play, it was Salah. Yeah. Again, it was like on his shoulders really. Yeah. It's a bit, bit like it's a bit like the Kate thing I was saying before with Salah though. I feel it's not people get frustrated with him because he tries to do too much or force it and things, but. Again, it's sort of if you don't try stuff, you're not going to score goals, especially when someone, you know, the team have got 10 men behind the ball. Yeah. You're not going to be able to pass it around and tap it in, are you? You've got to try and force something or, you know, a bit of magic or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it didn't really come off for him, did it really? I know that the, it, it's been a bit like that this season, hasn't it? Yeah. But, you know, you, you can't argue, like, with his goal tally again. Some 14 Premier League goals, I think, now. Yeah, he's, he's class. He's still up there, isn't he? But it shows, uh, you know, um, obviously the Ox filling in for Mane uh, against Norwich you know it just it doesn't work in being out in that wide position and he'll never be consistent enough in his play to hold down that position not that anybody's expecting him to replace Mane but it kind of does sh- show you how reliant we are yeah yeah, yeah. because it'd be nice wouldn't it, if someone was Say he scored a couple of goals and the pressure's on, pressure's on Manny then to try and force himself back into the team almost. Yeah. And, you know, now he just comes back in. It's an easy decision. And you think, this season, fine, because we're doing so well. But you think maybe next season when, you know, say we touch wood, we won the Premier League title already. Yeah. Will the players get a bit sort of, a bit more casual with no pressure on them? Mm, yeah, potentially, yeah. I don't, you, like, you hope you bloody well hope not like yeah, him. I think. Not, it? It's a very, not very often a team retains the Premier League. True. You know, yeah, back to back. Years ago, and I think it's for that reason. Because City didn't do it for, until last season, did they, as a first time yeah, they've done it. Yeah, first, yeah. Um, I think that's what it is. I think they get sort of complacence, really. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, I think on the Klopp that wouldn't happen the way Klopp is, but you know, they're only human, aren't they, at the end of the yeah. day. I think it's one of them as well. We have mentioned it on a uh, previous podcast. Obviously, next season, the African Nations is getting reverted back to January period. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we have spoken about it. Like, someone's got to come in to yeah. fill that money and sell a void. Because, like we're saying about the Ox, same with Origi, they're never going to be consistent enough like Manny yeah. and Salah. I think, you know, they will chip in with goals and they will have an outstanding performance. But, you can never see it like you can't rely on them can you no definitely not Oxley achievement again one that frustrates me because he's so inconsistent yeah like I'm not like I'm not being funny I I can't really have a go at him because he's he's, that is that's not his position is it what is his position though I I think that's me with him yeah I think he's looked his best for us from that obviously in that midfield position driving forward and obviously trying to chip in with the goals like I think this season to be fair, he has had a lot of um, time in the team, yeah. especially recently, he's obviously with Cater, Milner he? injured. But I don't know, he just hasn't... That's what I mean. Like I think Cater, you know, if he gets his form going, I think he'll definitely keep the Ox quiet yeah. out of that team. I've been out to the Ox. I think he's best an impact player almost. I think he's got good drag, good energy when he comes on if he's sort of mm-hmm. nil-nil with half an hour to play. Uh, but whether, you know, whether he'd be happy with that role, that's... Not the reason he left Arsenal, wasn't it? Because he wasn't yeah. getting up game time in his well, favourite position. What you know, a bit later on in the podcast when we talk about the Atletico Madrid, we'll, we'll probably say what our predicted lineups. Yeah. And he's not going to be in it, is it? No, no, yeah. not for me. Um, look at other players' performances. I think you know against Norwich, like Trent and Robertson, they had free reign really to roam forward. You've seen the best parts of their games at times. You know. Going past defenders, whipping them balls in. Yeah, I thought especially Robertson in that second half. I think he 
he's had a bit more space on that left hand side and he really took his opportunity to get balls into the box and there's definitely one if not two really good crosses he sort of whipped across and there was just no one on the end of it yeah um, another day you got Salah coming at the back post or Firmino mm-hmm. was in the six yard box to be honest I think like it was the first time for a bit of a while that Robertson um, like obviously he does get forward but that's like the most I've seen him go forward in yeah. a while really I think mean, I focused down on the right hand side so much even in, the, even in that first half Alexander Arnold looked our most threatening player yeah and I think in the first 10 minutes he had like two shots and a couple of crosses and yeah, yeah. everything was almost going through him. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see Robertson yeah. a bit more. I'm still here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can offer something. Um, Bobby, I thought um, he played his role well, like he always does really. Neat on the ball um, and like Harry in the defence, there was a couple of times where he did steal that ball and we had good opportunities to score. There's a lovely chance as well where Henderson played a through ball too, I think it was, and he sort of took it down with his right or left foot, and it was, it was great control. But the defender just got there, and his handley got there, and just just poked it away from him. Yeah, uh, it would have been a really good goal if he'd managed to bring it down. But like, like we've mentioned, like the introduction of you know the big boys, really the ones you can count on, Manny and Fabinho. Yeah, they changed the game, didn't they? Oh, definitely. I think Fabinho for me, he's got great range of passing. Like Henderson's a great passer, and he's technically very good at passing. But he, most of his passes are sort of five, five, ten yard passes. Apart from the assist. Yeah, apart from the assist, <laughs> but he's capable of that. Yeah. But Fabinho, for me, he's more constantly sort of playing sort of 20, 30 yard balls right and left. Yeah. And just stretches teams mm-hmm. and stretches the play a bit more. Um, so it, I think he just opens, opens it up a bit more for us and allows Henderson to obviously push on a little bit further. Obviously yeah. The goal came from a Henderson assist. Yeah, cracking ball. But yeah, like, you know, the assist, but then. The goal from Mane, I just thought, wow. Um, you know, he used his strength to like hold off the defenders and then his skill to like keep that ball moving. Um, obviously, like the touch that he had to yeah. bring it down, to turn, and then like the scoring prowess. To he's finish. just electric, isn't he? He just, as soon as he has the ball, you're sort of expecting him to do something with it. Like, I know, uh, whilst Matty's not here, um, let's talk about Henderson. Like, Henderson has been brilliant. Recently, and there you go, great assist. But I just feel Mane back in the team now. He keeps fully fit. You know, I I think the work that, and before his injury, the way he was playing, I I think he'd be player of the season. I think. Yeah. If he starts getting his goals again. Yeah, if he gets back to the way he was before his injury. I, th- I think I think he's right there. Yeah. Um, he's just he's just gone off the gear this season, hasn't he? Just really has, and I think he's almost gone ahead of Salah for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, this years, season. Two, yeah, yeah, I think definitely. two years ago, Salah definitely had a Mane last season, probably 50-50. I think now it's sort of, yeah. almost expecting more from Mane than to do a Salah, really. Yeah, I think I've said that this season. I think like the Mane, it looks like he's going to get better and better and better. Yeah. Obviously, Salah, Salah could get better and better. And to be fair, Salah has. like uh, I think I've mentioned it before. I think a big part of his game now is his strength. His hold up play yeah. within the team, bringing players into play. Definitely, I think that's like really, really improved. Um, so yeah, I think that's Norwich covered really. Um, it, it, you know, like on the face of it, like it was, it was three points beginning of the match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was always quite comfortable, wasn't it? Without, without scoring an early goal, but it always felt like we were going to come at some point. Yeah, um, and I think like we said, when Manny and Fabinho came on, it just went up another gear, and it was. 
you mentioned before about applying pressure constantly and that happens that, that 20 minutes yeah yeah when we needed to that's the thing when we need that because this is what's so good about this team now it just like controls the game it dictates how the game is played and like those it was kind of like kind of like right we're in second gear here let's bring these players on and Klopp basically saying let's crank it up now let's get that goal let's, yeah. let's finish it and it was just it was it was a beautiful performance for me yeah. I just thought like throughout the entirety of the game maybe you could like counter that and go well kind of like Norwich kind of played in our favour like but you know we've still got to go out there and we stayed like I said score. we stayed focused we didn't give any sloppy yeah. passes away and the goalkeeper stayed alert um, yeah she's a good goalkeeper is he's our last line of defence and, you know, if you're a, you're a striker or a midfielder trying to score a goal and you've got, you know, you've got past Van Dijk and Gomez, you think, oh, I'm in yeah. here. And you, you see Alisson, you know, you're like, oh, shit, and, you know, yeah, best goalkeeper in the world. And, you know, yeah. I think a bit of panic came in, actually. Was it, who was it? Was it someone trying to pass to Pookie, was it? Yeah, that one where Alisson swiped it away. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like... Oh, I don't know. Matty needs the beard for the pronunciations. Like, yeah, but I don't know. It was like this rap or rup or something. It's like, one of the things where he sort of panicked a bit, didn't he? Really, you know. Yeah. Really, should have lashed his foot. Oh, should have lashed it. You should never have tried to pass it to Pookie. Yeah, and part of you thinks is it almost an intimidation factor of yeah. being Allison. Definitely. He stayed, he stayed on his feet. And he's thinking, oh, they'll get past him, and thought, you know, I'm trying to lay it off him. That's the thing. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, I think like now the way this, the team, the back four is. Teams are gonna to have to start scoring like two, you know, more than one goal to beat us. Yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think the start looked at before was one goal we conceded in the last eleven league games. Bloody that, that's ridiculous, isn't it? That's absolutely ridiculous. Is it? That's kind of and that's virtually coinciding with return of Joe Gomez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Matthew and Lovren both did well. And yeah. remember the start of the season, we were conceding quite a lot of goals. Not not in one in single games, but we were conceding one every game. It was like and, sloppy goals yeah, as well. Yeah, and a big part of that was we started the season with a high higher line than we did the previous year. Mm. Um, and it, you know, a lot of people mentioned it. Is it a bit risky? And is it getting easy balls over the top and things? And when you've got Matip and Lovren, it it is. But when you have got Joe Gomez, you know, the we pace. know how quick he is, yeah. and Van Dijk's quick. Yeah, I think yeah. It, it just works a hell of a lot better. Yeah. No. Yeah, and that's a, that's that for me is just amazing. I think you're right there. Yeah, that tactic of playing that high line, you need you need quick defenders. Yeah, because that's the whole yeah. point of the back line. You know, like that high line. You know, obviously to catch him like offside, the yeah. opposition offside, and a quick counter. Yeah. But if it does go wrong, where you it's know they have well, if you have if you're basing your back four basically on the halfway line, if you're squeezing your whole team up the pitch. Yeah. And you push up on the pressure. And you know, pressing makes it easy because there's less space to press. Yeah, and that's uh, the thing. If they do break and they do play the the uh, the onside, yeah, then at least we have got players who are quick enough. Exactly, to get back. and you know, Gomez has does make the odd mistake, but he's quick enough to recover. Yeah, and a player played a lot, a lot was Rio Ferdinand. You know what? I just thought of that then he when you said because yeah. that's what he did. He yeah. did do like in his younger ball, days, but, made mistakes, yeah. but because he had that pace, yeah. he recovered well. It does remind me of quite a bit, to be honest, in that yeah. respect. Um, what should we touch on? Should we go on to the Man City or the Atletico Madrid game? Should we go to the Madrid game? Madrid? Yeah. yeah. Tuesday night we have Atletico Madrid um, away. Um, they are fourth in La Liga. Uh, I had a quick look. Last three games they had um, 
2-0 draw against Valencia, 1-0 win against Granada, and then a 1-0 loss against Madrid. I'm going to take that step back a bit further, actually. That went a bit further back than you did. Oh, God. <laughs> actually, one win in all competition is seven games. So they're not, Oof, they're that's not, yeah, poor. So they're not in great form, any. Stretch the imagination. Yeah. Um, they've had problems with injuries. Well, I, I I remember reading like a couple of weeks ago there was um, I think Costa was coming back from an injury, but it looks like he's out again. He's he's trained today apparently, and there's a chance he could make the match day squad, but he hasn't played since November, so oh, I'm very doubtful yeah. he's going to get more yeah. than say ten twenty yeah. minutes. Um, the other big misses for them is Jeff Joe Felix, young Portuguese lad. He's he's definitely out. Yeah, Kieran Trippier is definitely out. He's played no when he was fifth, he was playing most games for them yeah. this season. Um, Maratta he's been their top goal scorer this season and he's out as well he made the bench on Friday night against Valencia yeah so again yeah. he might be fit enough to start because so the options are short for their strike for so he may well start but he might not be fully fit that's what I mean it's all like in our favour that isn't it like their form obviously their injuries as well yeah and the way our obviously the way our season's gone and especially with like Samani Fabinho back Fit. Yeah, good time. It's great timing, isn't yeah. it? Jimenez is the other one, the, the central defender. Jimenez is one of the first team players. He also was on the bench on Friday night. Um, so I'm assuming he will start for them. Yeah. Well, we kind of know what you get with like a Diego Simeone team, yes, don't yeah. you? You know, uh, you know, hard to beat. Um, you know, always fighting to the last minute. Yeah. Uh, they have made, you know, in recent times, like great comebacks in the Champions League. Um so they never know when they're beaten, but they're not the same team, are they? You know, like obviously the linchpin was Griezmann. Yeah. When they had him up front, yeah, he was a lot of their goals. Yeah. Lost him. Tried obviously they tried to replace him with Jao Felix, but that's just the thing. You know, they've got yeah. a lot of players injured. They've only scored twenty five goals in twenty four league games, which isn't you know sort of. Well, this is what this is what we were mentioned like just 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 before. You know, teams are gonna have to score more than one goal to beat us yeah. so you know you're talking like over the two legs yeah. Atletico Madrid probably expecting to score at least two three goals yeah they'll have to I think I think they'll have to do that too over the two games yeah um, I think they've scored 25 and 24 so you know they're not like I said they're not potent at all um, but they've only conceded 17 in the league yeah yeah so like you said before they're known for that defensive steal and I think it will be a close game it's gonna, definitely not going to be a high scoring affair is it yeah if you're Jurgen Klopp, how would you play that? It's a tough one, isn't it? Because obviously it's away first, isn't it? So yeah. even if it's tight from the first leg, you still fancy us to beat them at Anfield either way. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're you're always going to take that on. You're having that second yeah. leg at Anfield. You, just, you know what you need to do. Yeah, and you know obviously the atmosphere at Anfield. Yeah, because um, even though it's twelfth man, you can score at their place. Got that away goal, and I think. They're unlikely to score, from what we said, more than one or two. So you go to Anfield then with worst case scenario with you know a draw or a one goal deficit and you you expect it to turn it over really, wouldn't you? Yeah. At home, no. Especially in recent years. Yeah. Yeah, that it's just the same again, isn't it? You're just going into that game thinking you can't see anything. Yeah. But Klopp's not lost a two legged European tie, has he? And is he, is he joined us, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. you can't you can't see him two legs. Yeah. You know, the final was one game only thing can happen really over two legs you know, would expect that's what I mean like, like one, really. the last two three seasons like obviously like in the group stage you know what the there's been times where we've nearly been knocked out yeah. but yeah when it's coming to like the not the proper knockout the crunch time time yeah 
we always uh, we always pull it out the bag. Um, so yeah, I, I'm pretty confident in that game. Uh, I could probably going for like a score prediction. I I do think it could be tight. I think it could be even nil nil. Mm. I was thinking one or maybe or one nil to up to us. Yeah, that's what I mean. If we get that away goal, yeah, then I, I think it's pretty much dead. I think it should be. It should be. Um, so we'll go on to the Premier League game next Premier League game against West Ham at home um, on the 24th of Feb Monday night um, oh, it's it's one of them isn't it you know we've, we've only like dropped two points this season in the league you're looking at West Ham where they are in the league under David Moyes you know only like a few weeks ago we we beat them yeah. 2-0 David it's, Moyes record against us isn't exactly it's, it's dreadful isn't never, it he's never beaten us has he uh, no, I don't think he has, no. Um, since his Everton days. Um, yeah, I just think that, that, that'll that just be a walkover at Anfield as well. You really would expect it, wouldn't you? You never know, but especially at Anfield, you would expect us to do the business quite comfortably in that one, I think. Yeah. I think, to be honest, even good chance to rest a couple of players. Well, yeah, I'm just going to have a quick look like when we played it on the 24th. Because that's the thing, like we've got obviously Atletico Tuesday, but then there's like a two week. Oh no, I think it's more. Is it four weeks? Ah, yeah, it's like three weeks. So yeah, we played the the second leg of that three weeks later. Yeah. So like you say, we have West Ham on Monday, and then we've got Watford on the twenty ninth on the Saturday. Yeah, we've got an FA Cup game on the Tuesday as well. Following that. Ah uh, yeah. So I think we'll probably rest a few players for the FA Cup. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll see, a, we'll see a stronger team than we've seen obviously in the last game, but I would expect a, you know, three or four changes at least, really, with that. Yeah. So. Um, well, we might as well do the score prediction for that game. You might as well fill in for Matty Ward because Matty is doing awful. He's two behind, so I'll let you. That's that, a good game, is it? No, no, only Premier League. Yeah, West Ham game. I can see this being quite hard. Uh, I'll be a three or four. I'll go, I'll go four, you know, four nil. You're going four? Yeah. All right, I'll go for three then. Um, right then, we shall move. Let's talk about Man City then. Uh, the news coming out uh, this week. Um, Man City, yeah, um, as you've heard, getting a two-season um, two ban from the Champions League. Uh, serious breaches of UEFA financial fair play rules uh, they got a £25 million fine uh, but then it's obviously all subject to appeal so you know UEFA is saying they basically Man City like overstated the sponsorship revenue uh, and how the club was going to like basically break even every season um, they could also face Premier League um Point deduction possibly. There's obviously been a talk about them getting the title taken off them. I don't. I can't see that myself. I was going to say like, what What are your opinions? What 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 do you think? Well, firstly, with the European ban, with the appeal, I, I'd be surprised if it doesn't get reduced to at least one season. Yeah. If you stuck with the two seasons, I'd be. I would be surprised. But you can look at the implications. Like two seasons have a much bigger implication than one season. You know. Oh, massively. I think someone like Sergio Aguero when he turns thirty-two next season. Mm. You know, say two seasons, it'll be 34 by the time they're in the Champions League. Yeah. Um, you know, he's never won a European Cup, has he? Yeah, yeah. So, that, you yeah, know, yeah. is he going to look at that and think, you know, I've been at City for a long time, 
now or never for me really if I don't move on now to a, to a top club well, Guardiola came out today didn't he and basically saying like I- I'm here to stay even if we're in League 2 yeah. we'll get demoted to League 2 <laughs> I think he's going to say that isn't he though? yeah <laughs> I-, I think like Man City like their like response to what uh, to the ban was basically saying like it kind of like never you know say like if you commit a crime obviously the police don't aren't like judge and jury it goes to a court mm. there's basically middle ground yeah. like a middleman and Man City have basically gone like UEFA have been unfair yeah yeah because they've like said you've done this and then they've given them the punishment you know judge jury and all that like so Man City saying it's not fair it needs to be a, a third party yeah, involved it's, well, I mean, from, a, from a distance so you look at some of the deals he negotiates I don't know the numbers but I don't know when they had the sponsor deal on the ground even and it's you know it's, it's the company who the city owners own, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's just back. It's just money coming through the back door, isn't it? Effectively. Yeah. You know, because if they if they put the money in directly, then it's clearly breaching financial fair play. But the way they've done it, they've obviously tried to be clever and get around that. And uh, so for me, it's yeah, you know, probably it's a breach there. They wouldn't have put that punishment in place unless there was a clear and obvious breach. And uh, I think to be honest with you, Wafer, if they're going to do this and take it seriously, they need to stand the ground with it, really. Like, because obviously there's been talk. I had like a quick research. There's obviously always been a talk about PSG, but I also seen like Milan have been in trouble and like Galatasaray have been in trouble with their books. Yeah. Um, and they've had bans, but then they've always been reduced. Yeah. I'm just thinking with this one, they obviously must have a lot more evidence. Yeah. They've got to. Yeah, and you want to make a point, don't they? As well, you know, if you can't, if you just scrap the whole ban completely, it just shows a weak message. You might as not bother doing it. But they've done it kind of like before. I like I know it's a bit different, like. But you know, so like with Barca and Chelsea, they've obviously had transfer bans, mm. and to be fair, they have Im- been implicated. Yeah. But they've always been reduced, reduced yeah. and you can see it's going to happen with this one. Yeah, that's why I think. That's why they always go big because yeah. they know it's always going to get yeah. knocked down. And I think I'll do it one season. Yeah, from their personal opinion. Um, what do you think the that? implications will be of that? I think I don't know why once, think, it's only one yeah, season one season isn't it? doesn't matter that much but two seasons seems a lot you know a lot longer I don't get me wrong yeah, if two seasons that's a fantastic scenario yeah. you know once again it's like line in the stars for us again yeah. but people said obviously if they were banned from Europe they could focus on the, on the league and make the league harder for us to win but that being said they're all the top teams nowadays and the top players are used to playing twice a week Yeah, you know, Europa League or Champions League level and the way they play as well, I think they lose rhythm if they were only playing once a week. Well, I mean, the intensity. Yeah, yeah well, I just think like under Klopp. Yeah. He, he wouldn't let you know. He he basically say I don't care what what city, if they're they're yeah. out the Champions League, like what games they've got to play. He just cares about what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, that's it. If we did this performance next season, you know, no one's gonna catch us, are they? No. Well, let's like, face it, we're still in the Champions League yeah. and. What we just spoke about the Atletico Madrid game, it's looking quite favourable. We should yeah. get through that Stop that game, uh, FA Cup, FA Cup. But what I'm saying is, you know, we could get a double here, the big one, Champions League and the league. You knock that. The reason I mentioned the FA Cup was because one of the things that gets knocked about a lot by Manchester United fans. Oh, because they've done the they've treble. done the treble, and I think if we did the treble as well. They just stick it to them a little bit more. Well, yeah, imagine that treble and undefeated. All the big records, aren't they? Big records are Man City's Centurion team. Yeah. We should beat that. Arsenal oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Invincibles. 
could still beat that. Yeah. And United's treble winning team, we could do we could do all this in one season. And then who could argue this isn't the greatest team in the history of football? Oh, they still would though. They'd they'd still, found a way. Well, they've already said like this season. VAR and VAR things. and all that. Well, it's just you can't argue, can you? Oh no, yeah, yeah. Once you know the dust settles and everything, like they will, they'll just yeah. go like, "Oh my god, look yeah. what they've just done." Yeah. No one's gonna come near it. Yeah. You mentioned the, the Premier. Go back to the Premier League points deduction before in your first question as well. Would you want a Premier? Would you want a 2014 Premier League title? Yeah, um, I'd probably say no. But like, I think, like, I think if it came down to like they took it off City, I'd rather it just be like that kind of like. Unfortunately, that season was void. Yeah. In a way, I wouldn't want to get it. Yeah. Get given the title. I think if like, we if we obviously going to win it this season, it's a bit softer. It just be a, oh, a, take, a chance for opposition fans to go. Oh, we didn't you won it, didn't you? We didn't. Really yeah, win. exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I was thinking about that. I think if the Premier League wants to act quickly on this, the easiest way out for them really is of almost say a point deduction for this season. It's I don't know if it's too late. Well, this is the thing because it goes to appeal, and I think. I think that's in June. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, what did the Premier League do? I, I think they, yeah, they'll they they're not going to move now. They'll just wait yeah. and see what kind of comes from that. I I I think they'll be really. It'd be great, but I I've got a really strong feeling they wouldn't want to do a points deduction on Man City. No. I think they'd rather like kind of like bury their heads in the sand in a way and just kind yeah. of like let UEFA do what they do and take all the headlines. Um, so yeah, fantastic. It's just once again like this season. It's just, it's just great. Yeah, just getting greedy, you know what we want it all. I know, it's, a, it's brilliant. Um, so I think we've covered. Yeah, we've covered Atletico Madrid, West Ham, Man City. So that leaves us with our fantasy football. Um, well, one thing I want to touch on actually before you. you oh, go on. Been linked a lot recently with Cantwell. I was watching the Norwich game quite a bit. I seen that today. Thirty million. And I was looking at this sort of going back a few years. I think we've signed a player from a relegated team for the last something like four or five seasons on the bounce. <laughs> like it was something like Harvey Elliott, Shakiri, Robertson, oh, uh, Danny yeah. Ings. So yeah. if you're looking at players in the bottom three, you know, he's not a bad option. Um okay, so say if we brought him in, he's obviously, you know, he plays that attacking role. He can does he get kinda of put out on the left? He does for them, doesn't he? Yeah. Reminds me of Alana a little bit, he's not Got much points. Yes. We've got a nice, touch. nice feet. Yeah. yeah, quick feet. Obviously, forward confidence. thinking. Yeah. Um, like obviously, yeah, he he'd be a support player coming off the bench. <sighs> I don't know. Um, it, it's one of them, isn't it? He he improves your bench again because let's face it, it's looking like Lallana is going to be moved on. Like yeah. obviously, he doesn't play that role anymore anyway. He's more deeper. Yeah. It, Shakiri. Moving on, I think he's going to be moved on. Like to be fair, like Shakiri, obviously this season's been a write-off, but at least last season he did see, you know, great things from Shakiri when he was called upon at times. Yeah. Um, it's a fitness issue with him, isn't it? I don't know if our brand of football was almost too much for him physically. Yeah, possibly actually. Yeah. He basically keeps getting injury after injury. You just can't because the training is very intense as well, isn't it? Yeah. So whether he's just not quite up for yeah. our style of play. Yeah, it's yeah, because it's got to be more than a coincidence, hasn't yeah, exactly, it? Like all yeah. the time he's yeah. getting these niggling injuries. Yeah, you probably got a point there. Um, I, what? So do you have Cantwell then? I don't know. It's one of them, isn't he? He doesn't. He doesn't come straight into your eleven, does he? But twenty two, twenty three. He's English. It depends on the price, doesn't it? I think as well. 
Yeah. You're someone like like a Shakiri deal. You get him for a bargain price. Keep him for a year or two. Move him on for profit even. Yeah. But I don't know. We are quite stuck in midfield. Depends if you clamp him as a like a left forward or a midfielder. Really, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen enough of him. That's for me. Like, it's kind of like you know. There's obviously been talk about like some Madison and Grealish and stuff. The price exactly the, the price. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Money, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. See about that one. If that the the one for me is like obviously the the rooms with Timo Werner. Yeah. And obviously, you know, I mentioned it before the African nations with that coming up. I think with Timo Werner, I think he'd be perfect. Yeah, it takes a lot of boxes, doesn't he? Yeah. And of that release clause, like it's 50, 60 million. Yeah. Um, but I've heard as well that's got to be triggered before, I think it's the end of April or the end of May. Oh, but right. The deal has to be agreed before the end of the season. So the end of the season. Yeah. Oh, right. So, well, that's the thing, like, obviously, normal. you know, he's Bundesliga, but he's, you know, really proven player in the Bundesliga. Yeah. And he know. plays sort of anywhere, he plays a strike, play right, play left, so he's quite versatile, I think. He's, from what I know, anyway, he's got good work rate. Well, let's face it, say if Man City do get, obviously, this ban, they'll get that one season banned from the Champions League next yeah. season. Obviously, they're just going to concentrate on the league. So we you can't, we kind of do need to make a signing like that because we are going to be on more fronts than City. Yeah, it'll make sure hey, well, some shines, doesn't it? I think, you know, we're more of a draw than two seasons, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, right, do you want me to kick off? Go on, yeah. Fantasy Good football. Man. Uh, so yeah currently obviously uh, United and Chelsea are playing so that leaves me on currently 48 points um, we've got Man City still to play on Wednesday so I've got De Bruyne as captain uh, obviously hoping uh, at the time I picked him as captain the game was meant to be played yeah yeah uh, before it got called off by the was it Storm Chiara it was, wasn't it? Was it Dennis? Was it Dennis the Menace or was it? Yeah, Dennis was after. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got him to come uh, with captain. Um, let's see. Let's have a look at high hitters. I had Decore, uh, who got me a goal for Watford. Uh, he got me nine. Um, Allison, clean sheet. Uh, Arnold, clean sheet there. Um, so he got me Allison six. Arnold, seven. Got Chilwell with five. Got Manny coming off the bench. Uh, thank you, Manny. He got me five. And then Calvert-Lewin, um, a big hitter so far with 11. Um, yeah, so that's leaving me on currently with the other guys as well with two points here and there, 48 points. Um, so, yeah, what about you, mate? I played my wild card this week. As we like I said before, that Man City game, so I've got Aguero to come in. Captain Aguero as well and De Bruyne. So oh, okay. points there and 47 points now so well you know for me like obviously with this obviously Champions League now kicking off obviously the league's gone for them um, and obviously now it's looking like they're going to get banned as well yeah well they're resting well they're going to definitely rest yeah, now aren't well, they yeah because yeah. it doesn't matter where they finish in the league yeah, yeah. so um, I, that's, I'm, that's definitely in the back of my thoughts at the minute um, a bit of a clanger though as he put me played me wild card and didn't quite restructure my team properly so I ended up with Lundstrom on the bench with 7 points oh I know I've got him I had him as um, second yeah second I, sub I had Dunk I suppose about Lundstrom instead but I didn't put it in and interesting one Matthew's listening we spoke about putting Henderson in your team the other week and I actually did put Henderson in my team Oy. 7 points freaking out an assist so well was Matty was Matty brave enough no, was he hell? No, I've just looked now, yeah, yeah. 
cop out. Um, yeah, so that's currently leaving us both on 47 at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if it's... <laughs> yeah, come after that City game, um, like I'm currently like fourth still in the league. Um, well down there in 10th, oh, but... Oh, God, yeah. A bit of a resurgence, hopefully. Oh, you, uh, yeah, so it's you and Matty... Uh, Matty Wood battling out there for 10th just like Arsenal yeah. and Burnley <laughs> oh triple captain Aguero as well who did? Matthew oof so yeah um, next podcast uh, with good intentions uh, be directly after the West Ham game um, because my other half is due a baby so if I'm not hosting it could be Matty Norton it could be Matty Wood uh, so we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, priorities, Stu, priorities. I know, yeah. yeah come on. <laughs> it's Liverpool season, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, Monday, 24th of Feb, we'll hope to do the podcast straight after the game. Um, Last one to touch as well. We had a sort of um, Twitter feed as well to the poll coming on after the game for uh, Man of the Match. It was tied with Mane and Henderson. So I think that's pretty, pretty fair, to be fair. I think I... Henderson was my pick, but I can see the argument for Manny. I know, yeah. Um, Big impact. Yeah. Yeah, for me it was Manny. Yeah, yeah. It's only 20 minutes, wasn't it? But yeah. Just to change the game, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, the impact. So I, can see, I can see an argument for both players, really. Sorry, Matty. Uh, so, yeah, remember to listen, follow, and share our podcast. Uh, find us on our Twitter page at just another LIV1. And that's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.